right, welcome to another episode from Saturday Night Gaming. Tonight we have a real special treat for you as we begin a new campaign. Star Wars themed. So Saturday Night Gaming presents Star Wars, The Hutt's Cartel. And we're joined tonight uh, by two gentlemen, Ronnie and Chuck, who are playing their respective characters. I am playing Kolu, an exiled Mandalorian. And I am Verbal, a Empire spy. Who is not very verbal. No. I can be, but I'm not, I'm not right. Exactly. <laughs> you can be when you want to be. Sure. <laughs> All right. And, see, our journey will begin tonight with uh, Kolu and Verbal as they are en route to the Felucia system. They have a task from the huts uh, that they will soon find out all the details. And the ship is being piloted by Vex. Who is missing tonight? Yeah, I don't see him. Where, where's he at today? It's Vexing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> kapow. Yes. Uh, Nathan is playing Vex, however, he uh, won't be joining us. Maybe on a holo call later. We'll see. Alright, so we're going to begin. Uh, you guys are aboard the Liberator, right? Mm -hmm. And I want you to go and describe the ship for us. Um, it looks like that ship that is real famous from Star Wars, but it's not exactly. <laughs> yes, that's it's... very descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so essentially it looks like the Millennium Falcon almost, except the cockpit's in the middle, and it looks like it has the um the the ARC engines, you know, like the ship um, the fighter ships in Clone Wars that the clones used. Yes. It's like a kind of like a mixture of both of those. We wanted some a little bit more Aerodynamic, but also could hold cargo and it's lots of bounties. Hmm? It's cleaner looking. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot cleaner looking. It's not gonna, no, it's not a hunk of junk flying through the sky. <laughs> this isn't space junk. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, and uh, actually, Vex uh, got a hold of this uh, due to a deal he made with the Huts. And because of that, that's why our friend the bounty hunter, Kalu, is. Traveling with him to make sure he stays on track. So, you guys are exiting uh, hyperspace. And as you do, you guys arrive in the Felucia system. And here we are. In the Which, system. for those of you who uh, do not know, the Felucia system uh, it has its main planet, Felucia, which is a primarily jungle environment. Yay, right? Exciting! Lots of fun critters here. Yep, it's overrun with thick, colorful, and humid jungle. Mmm. Humid. Aren't you glad you had this environment? Oh, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get a bit stuffy on the ship. Oh. Uh, yes. 
Now there are some parts of it that are not jungle. Um, that's where your small farming communities are. Alright. And the main draw to this planet is a particular substance. Bonus points, anybody knows what it is? Um, the crystals that run the spaceships. The crystals from the spaceships? I can't think of the, the name of them. The, um, well, I know it's not Mcron. Wrong universe. It's not good. All I can think of is another universe, too. It's all right. I'll give it to you. Spice Melange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's this plant called Nissan. It's a healing plant, so it's used in like the med kits and stuff that they use for it. Oh. The primary ingredient is Nissan, that's what it is, and it's native to this uh, planet. During the Clone Wars, this was a major uh, battlefield. Well, then I should not have known this because I did not know this. <laughs> so, as you can see, the Empire has a great interest in maintaining this planet. And as it appears the cartel has a great interest in it as well because you receive a transmission from the one and only Aaron Block <laughs> okay Nani? see when it comes to Gracchus the hut you hardly ever speak to Gracchus himself you know he's a hut he's He's far above all that. If you were to approach him yourself, then that's that means there's some serious business going on. That he's allowed you to do that. So otherwise, he speaks through his associates. In this case, his bodyguard slash favorite mercenary for hire. <laughs> so you get a transmission from this gentleman, who he. Well, I'll let you describe him, Ronnie. You're pretty good at descriptions. Aaron Black. What if Clint Eastwood was a Rob Liefeld character? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, he has bullets and pouches everywhere. He has guns. He has vials. He has a mask covering. He has the famous Mortal Kombat ninja mask just over his face. And of course, he has cowboy hat again with bullets on it because this guy looks like he just stepped out of the wild west he stepped yeah no he stepped directly out of the wild west <laughs> which we call tattooing here right yeah <laughs> that practically is the wild west he's a native tattooing by the way so yes and he uh, he's old school he likes his you know, bullets. He doesn't like the laser rifles and blasters and stuff. He's a, he prefers the ballistics. Again, another thing he picked up from him being raised on Tatooine. Yeah, Tusken Raiders, yeah. Tusken Raiders. And legends have it with him that uh, he actually uh, took out an entire encampment of Tusken Raiders uh, with just his hands. No weapons. Did he have a pencil? <laughs> <laughs> he had lots and lots of sand. Oh, and they hate sand. Because it's it coarse. It's everywhere. Yes. 
But yeah, so you get a transmission from Aaron Black. All right, so it pops up on the display, right there in the, in the center, kind of where the, you have the pilot behind him. You know, if you guys got your seats that you sit in, um, then of course he pops up a little mini display in, in the middle of everybody. So you see, he pops up. You take the transmission. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's a Kolu. Yes. I see you arrived at the destination. That we have. Well, Gracchus has a very important mission for you. All right, well, let's hear it. And he asks you, do you know of the substance, Nisalin? Nisalin, yes. Uh, I mean, I do heal myself sometimes, so I'm quite familiar with it. Hmm. So, yes, well, Gracchus has a particular operation going here in Felucia. However, shipments have been going missing. Hmm. That's not good. Your task is to go planet side, investigate, and find out where your shipments are going. Not only find out where they're going and what's happening, but bring them back to judgment. So, no killing, just bring them back. Hmm. Kill if you must. But there's more higher pay to bring them back alive. I do need money. And of course, greater favor. Gracchus prefers to deliver his punishment personally. Roger that. We have completed your task. Transmit to us, and we will give you a location where to drop off the uh, prisoner. How much of the prisoner do you need back? <laughs> uh, enough for Gracchus to have some playtime. <laughs> and as he says that you had this visual of this hut that's on these cybernetic legs <laughs> imagine a giant hut that looks like a centipede yes that's yeah no okay uh, yeah I'll I'll do my best to bring them back alive see that you do your pay will be waiting all right. And of course, current transmission cuts. And uh, you are given uh, codes, you know, for landing and such, because this is Empire controlled. And actually, Empire does have a pretty good uh, interest in this planet due to said ingredient. So, um, your pilot, Vex, transmits those codes as your ship, the Liberator. Prepares for landing at Felucia. Come on, Vex, land this bad boy. I want to kill some people. Oh, wait, I don't say that. That's not my character. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Are you on the ship yet? I don't know. Or is he on the planet? No, he's on the ship. He's in the ship? Yeah, okay. You guys are both on the ship. Okay, so he's with us. Right. Yeah. And of course, you know, Verbal's job is uh, interest of the Empire here. He wants to make sure everything's going where it's supposed to be going. You know, everything's running the way it's supposed to. Make sure that this threat is not a threat to the Empire as well as it does. Could make right. things complicated. Alright, so uh, Vex lands the uh, ship nice and smooth. Right there, a nice little landing port. Vex is a good pilot. Let's not get him killed. Yeah, it's not often people can land smoothly, especially in environments like this. He knows how to use landing gear. Who knew? <laughs> landing gear's a thing? <laughs> Did you see what happened when I piloted last? <laughs> Landing gear. Landing gear? <laughs> Who needs landing gear? <laughs> so, I thought trees were landing gear. <laughs> Warriors are here, Vex. Uh, he says he's going to uh, he's gonna go check out the cantina. He's going to go find Look spice. See if we can find some more information on what's going on. So... When he does find some, he will radio in for you. Okay. Meanwhile, what are you two doing? Well, he's going to the cantina. You're a spy. I'm a bounty hunter. So, your specialty is to gather information. My specialty is to punch people's faces. in. Let's so. go to the bar with Vex. There, there go. we go. We're going to the bar with Vex. And, of course, um, that would be great way to make contact with the... Uh, contacts of the cartel. Yep. Alright, so you guys go to the cantina. <laughs> so your grid is lovely atmosphere. Great music, people drinking, substances being abused. Yes, all that. <laughs> no, not in a bar. I don't like the way oh, the hammerhead guy is twitching at me. He's wearing three systems. <laughs> all right. So as you guys are here, um, yeah, this is just the environment going around. Death sticks everywhere. Death sticks are terrible. Alright, so, what do you guys do? Um, I want to talk to the hammerhead guy that's twitching him. <laughs> if you want to talk to him, okay, let's, let's go talk to the twitchy death stick head guy. <laughs> well, if Vex is at the uh, bar. <clears throat> Uh, you doing any scanning? Just uh, kind of scanning. Just uh, uh, you got that equipment as a bounty hunter. Yeah, I'm just gonna scan and like see if I find like any like really weird readings of uh, the Nislin or something like that. Describe your character real quick too for everybody. 
Alright, so uh, my character, he has kind of a unique Mandalorian armor. Uh, he has... It's kind of a... It's mainly black with royal blue and gold accents. And then he has a vibroblade and a sniper rifle on his back. Two vibroblade knives hidden away at his side. And of course, you know, everyone's standard pistol. Sometimes he uses it, sometimes he doesn't. Mainly to bash people's heads in. And he has fur. Has like a fur vest and yeah. Oh, and also, he doesn't have a rangefinder because it's built into his helmet already. Does it have a rangefinder? Yeah, he doesn't have the rangefinder that goes down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his rangefinder is already built into the helmet. Gotcha. And he wears a pink feather boa. That I do. Those are <laughs> Into cantinas. Right. That's why hammerhead things go twitchy at <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, <laughs> so that's the communication you get from your friend. Right, he's fighting yeah. torpedoes. Your imperial friend. <laughs> I just fire torpedoes. Okay then. Awesome. Yeah. friends. Verbal. <laughs> uh, you, I, I'm taking you're in your classic imperial outfit. Yeah. Black yeah. clothes, human, black hair. Dark yeah. eyes, bum leg. He has that posture that silver necklace around my neck. I have that Dolph Lundgren, I'm about to kill you posture. <laughs> All right. Classic so, 80s yeah, leather jacket. Yes. You guys see multiple aliens, different species here. I want to scan for the Nislin. Alright. So that's cool. Just going to sit at the bar and listen to Is that going to be intelligence or rolling? I'm going to make a uh, wisdom uh, verbal. And. No, searching. Oh, yeah, that's intelligence. Intelligence, yeah. Okay. Three. <laughs> One. One. Three. Alright. So you're scanning. And uh, you're picking up, and you did. You were able to get the basic the chemical compound. You know, mm. you had the data file, so you're basically scanning for that chemical compound. You know, traces of it. Uh, unfortunately, you're finding plenty of traces here because this is a huge uh, commodity on this planet. So basically, anybody right. that works with it, comes in contact with it, comes through this place. So it's, you're not able to pinpoint anything really about it, except it's just everywhere. So he took a black light. <laughs> Ew. You're like, turn that off, turn that off. <laughs> Did not turn the black light on. Here, Wacky Wade, let me tell you that. <laughs> wacky Wade. <laughs> or, uh, uh, meanwhile, Verbal, you're listening, and uh, you hear, you can't make out what they're saying, but you hear uh, two individuals coming kind of towards the back. Laughing. Yeah. You hear some laughing over that as well. And you can't make out exactly what they're saying, what they're whispering, due to all the background noise going on. Okay. But you can tell that they're trying to keep a low profile. 
They're leaning close to each other, talking to each other. I'm going to stumble back and sit at the table next to them. All right. I'm just going to kind of gradually move towards near the exit and just kind of, I'm going to order a drink and just sit back there and, of course, my visor move up just slightly enough where I can drink it. Gotcha. So it's just inconspicuous, just making conversation with people over there while keeping an eye on the two individuals that he's scoping out. All right. So let's see here. Verb will go ahead and make a uh, check. Try a wisdom one, see if you can uh, listen to what they're saying. By the way, the two that are talking, um, you guys can tell if they're, uh, they're Zabrics. Two. Two? Yeah. What do the Zabrex look like? Mm. Well, they're males. Mm-hmm. So, they're male Zabrex and... Uh, color. Their color is kind of a dark brown. Okay. Okay. Just making sure it wasn't yellow and red. No. No, they're just a dark brown. <laughs> we, we'd be in trouble if it was yellow and red. <laughs> So, uh, you pick up on what they're saying in verbal. Okay. <clears throat> you, you hear them talking, you start whispering. You hear them say, We have another shipment coming in tonight. The team is ready. And, of course, you see him pass like a little, you know, folded piece of paper over to his partner there. Mm-hmm. And he says, Meet us there. And then that's it. Good. He gets up, takes his drink, walks off. Walks right past you. And I trip him and take the paper out of his hand. Well, the one's paper still sitting down. Oh, never mm-hmm. mind. Then now I was got one walked out first. Do, do we have comms? Hmm? Do mm-hmm. we have comms? You do. You have comms. Mm-hmm. Follow the guy that's leaving. Follow the guy that's leaving? Yeah. All right. Cool. So, that guy, the one who uh, passed off the note, he left, and of course, you follow after him, Kolu. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... I'm going to buy the dude a table a drink. From the table you're sitting at, or are you going to go sit next to him and buy him a drink? I'm going to go sit next to him. You're going to sit next to him? Yeah. Okay, cool. Alright, so you sit down at the table, and as you do, <clears throat> he was about to get up as you sat down, and he goes, can I help you? Have a drink on me, man. I'm buying. I've already had enough to drink. No, I insist. You must have one with me. I'm buying everybody in the house around. It's your turn. He, he looks at you for a minute. He looks like he's trying to make a decision. Like he's like, what do I do? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then he finally gives in. So he sits down. And he says, "One drink. What could hurt?" Bartender, or waitress, or whatever is in this place. <laughs> you see him. What are you drinking, sir? He's got two stalks with eyes. Has a big old snout. Oh. Do I get to shoot first? (laughs) 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 You see him cleaning the the glass, and he nods that he understands you, and he starts preparing a drink. All right. 
Meanwhile, the, the, the Zebrak that's in front of you, he says, so what do I owe to pleasure? I just came into town and I'm buying everybody a drink because I like people. And Zabrax. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at you and he says, how many have you had already? Um, well, I've been here for 37 minutes. I think that's 13. <laughs> Do you really need another? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Space travel does not agree with me. <laughs> you ain't getting BA into a plane. <laughs> At this point, the, uh, the drinks are brought over to you and they're put down in front of you. Of course, it's this nice blue liquid. Yeah, Excellent. So, he, uh, he takes it, he goes and starts drinking it. You know, takes a sip, puts it down. All the while, he's just kind of staring at you. He says, that's a really kept outfit you have. Oh, I stole it. Some guy Tatooine found him in the desert, just put it on. Here I am. See, there's bullet holes in the back. <laughs> I don't know, it wasn't there, but there's <laughs> bullet holes in the back. That's what makes it so cool. <laughs> uh, this is so, uh, so you're here on business, you say. What, what brought you here? Oh, no, I just, I just ramble around and buy people drinks. I'm not on any kind of business. I just, I just said I got it here. I just came to the planet. I didn't say anything about business. Did I say anything about business? I don't remember saying anything about business. Meanwhile, he says, so are you, are you a floater? I go where the winds blow. Ah, I understand that. You're a hitchhiker. And I have a guide to the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing a book. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm working on getting the number 42 for my drink. So. <laughs> Because that will give me the answer to everything. Everything. He always says, ah, stowaway. Yes. I've done that a few times. Sometimes it's the only way to get off the planet. It, it is. Not that I'm in that predicament now, but I have in the past. He says, yes, well, he uh, kind of looks at his data pad. He says, I have a meeting I need to get to. So, thank you for the drink. I need to leave. Did I can steal his paper by any chance? Go ahead. I tried. What am I rolling against? Stealth? Yep, stealth. That'd be dex. Oh. Uh, zero. Yes. But you can, uh, you can spend a fate point activating. That's true. Your, uh, what's your main, your top one high concept? Um, undercover agent. Yeah, there you go. And I can give you a plus three bonus. So that'll make it a three. There you go. Three is a lot better than zero. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. All right. 
So, yes. You did manage to uh, replace his paper with a napkin. Excellent. Okay, meanwhile, you're talking to. meanwhile, he's following the other guy going, what is he talking about? Yeah. So, <laughs> you, uh, you exited and you're starting following the guy. So, let's go ahead and make some uh, shadowing rolls here. Now you're going to use deck. Preferably not with that roll. Would you like to use other dice? You got purple ones. <laughs> get some purple. Look at this. I want to get purple. Uh, yeah, three, uh, three negatives is not a good roll. Than anything. Five. Five sounds a lot better than yeah. zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zero would have been ended up with me. Well, crap. Now I have to kill this guy. <laughs> All right. So you're successfully shadowing this guy, okay? He's, uh... Uh, so... He's just turning through the crowds, and... You know, he's going through alleys and such. Apparently, this guy... You don't get the hint that he knows he's being followed, but it seems like that this is, like, uh, normal for him. This is normal behavior. This is just what he does. Mm -hmm. It's his training. He's just usually trying to shake people, whether he's being followed or not. Okay? So that's what you pick up on as you're following this guy. Alright, so as you continue following through the town, uh, you go through these different maze and corridors of in between the buildings and such, and you finally end up at a dead end. Or oh, what appears to be a dead end to you. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we'll make another uh, stealth. Three. Alright. So you kind of go to the corner, and just kind of peering over the corner. And as you do, you see he's kind of stopped at a dead end. He looks around, doesn't see anybody. So he brings up a hollow pad, and then it turns out that it's also a scanner, and it scans the side of the building. And when it does, all of a sudden the symbol appears. And then it matches with his data pad, and then a door uh, opens, a hidden door. So then he proceeds to step inside. And I saw the symbol? Yes. I'm like, ha, I knew what symbol to do. <laughs> yes, you do. Which is uh, interesting, too, because the symbol that's uh, being used is actually... Uh, it's a Mandalorian symbol, but it's old. Like, it's not even used anymore. It's ancient. It is an old gold sir, but it wasn't. It does clear. <laughs> You're familiar with it, with the bounty hunters, because typically you sometimes use those cryptic symbols to communicate right. with specific people. Mm -hmm. So whoever gets that symbol, they know what the message is being sent. Yeah. So you're familiar with that. So whoever he's working with uses the same kind of technique. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, you hear Vex in the comments, by the way. Okay. Vex goes, hey, guys, nobody's talking over here. I can't get any leads. You guys got anything? Um, have a drink, Vex, and just leave the, the, the thinking to us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just keep on piloting, buddy. He goes, man, I met this really nice Zebra guy. You know, before we were, uh, yeah, it was great when I first walked in and started talking to him and everything. And then he, uh, he's real nice. And all of a sudden he just decided to go sit at a different table. I don't know, it was just odd. It was weird. We love, we love you, man. <laughs> he says, well, I'm going to head back to the ship and go ahead and get the uh, get it ready for when we're ready to leave. Okay. All right. Thank you. Trust me, I have a feeling we're going to be needing to leave. <laughs> All right. So what do you do, Colin? Well. What's going on, dude? I have, I have this paper. Do you communicate to me? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's on it yet because I haven't opened it. But I've got okay. this paper. <laughs> okay. So you got a paper. Hold on, let me. Where? Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Oh, here it is. Because okay, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to look at it and then burn it. Because if that guy comes back, I can't be having it. So what does it say? All right. So it gives a location. It's on the southeast of town. Mm-hmm. All right. There's actually a uh, storehouse for this uh, missile. All right. And there's a shipment that's leaving the storehouse uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. So it gives the exact time and everything. So it's about uh, 10 o'clock this uh, Felucian time. All right, so they have a symbol to get into this place. I tracked them back and pretty sure I found their hideout. I put the paper under the table so he makes it. He thinks he just dropped it. There you go. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, that's... I could go in because I have really good stealth, or... I mean, I could see who they are. What? But the other thing is we could be at the drop or whatever, see who's there. If the two... If they're there, then we know where to find them. After the heist, we could go to where you are now. I don't, I don't, I say not go in yet because if we spook them, then they may not make it to the shipment tonight. True. All right, so, I mean, you're the mastermind, so I trust your instincts and that's what we'll do. This intelligence is higher. Yeah. So I'll definitely, I'll meet you back at the coordinates. What's your intelligence? Nada? Nada. Again? My intelligence, fist face. Yes, I've got you. <laughs> As I'm saying, you're the mastermind. I can speak basic. I can talk. I can do basic things. I am basic. I'm a high school graduate. No further than that. My character. Let me elaborate. You know how to pew pew. Yeah, I can pew pew really well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, right. not a friendly fellow either. Oh, it was not found. The paper under the table. I oh, did. Wait. <laughs> awesome. All right, so what are you doing? All right, so. so plan of action. Uh, we're going to go to the meeting point. Well, first, cool. we're going to go by what time is it technically? About right it's now? About nine. Oh, yeah. We'll, uh-huh. just head, we'll just drunkenly head over to the other side of town and. Happen to be in the shadows of the storefront. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys uh, head that direction. 
Alright, both of you do. And uh, you're you're waiting, you're staking the place out. You're waiting to see what's happening. Alright. So, as you guys are waiting, go conversate between each other. Did know each other a little bit better. How did you get into this business? Um they killed my father. The those who are against the empire. Hmm. And now I hate them. Although, if they gave me enough money, I might see their cause. <laughs> money is money. And you. I was exiled because, or exiled from Death Watch. I'm sure you've heard of them. They didn't like me partnering with the Huts to try and save ourselves. They wanted, they're like, oh no, we'll survive. We can join the Separatists and go against the Republic, which is now the Empire. The idiots. Yeah. It's pretty bad when you agree with, with you know, the politicians. Right. I agreed with the Duchess and do I want peace? No, I shoot people. Right. For hire. Peace is bad for business. Or peace sells, but who's buying? Exactly. Peace is whoever has the most money. <sighs> right? Yep. Alright. So as you guys are conversating, you pick up on something. Alright? There's a transport. Leave the warehouse. So this transport is, uh, you know, it's kind of like a hovering transport, got cargo in the back, all right. And it's just kind of slowly going as it's going. Um, it's got soldiers, uh, Empire soldiers are guarding it. This yes. can't be good. <laughs> so as they kind of round the corner, you guys are staked out in the alleyway, okay. Mm -hmm. They're kind of, they're about to cross in front of you. And as they do, bright flash happens. Stuns your sensors for a moment in your helmet. All right. Verbal is having to cover his eyes. Yep. I take my helmet off so I can see what's going on. All right, you do. As you take your helmet off, as your sensors are recalibrating. Bald with a beard. There you go, bald with a beard. Uh, you see uh, kind of from the shadows, you see these humanoids move in, and they start attacking soldiers. And I have the helmet on the side. I'm pressing record to get all this information to send back to the hunts. Or to the highest bidder, whichever. Because there, there is intergalactic, um, what is that, X, what's the, you know, sell the news clips to the... DMZ, D, D, whatever that show's called, whatever. You don't want to cross the hut that we're working with. Have you seen that man? <laughs> he scares me just thinking about him. Man, this is what you hear. It's not natural. He moves too fast for a hut. <laughs> oh, all right, so you hear the blaster fire go on and the soldiers go down just with a quickness, okay? Uh, but as you notice, the blasters are sounds are only coming from the soldiers. 
these humanoids are attacking didn't attack them with blasters. Instead, they attacked them with these blunt objects and just basically knocked them unconscious. So they didn't kill them. No. And but then they, you see, uh, you see them uh, kind of start tinkering with the transport, and all of a sudden you see the transport a uh, glow of brighter color, and then the transport starts moving faster now. Hmm. At unsafe speeds. <laughs> so they hotwired it. Interesting. So we have engineers. We have people that don't want to kill people. I say we found what we're looking for. People who claim to be good guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that makes her job easier. They want to kill. So you're after. Um, is there any way you have a tracker that you can throw onto that transport? Don't have a tracker with me. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Unfortunately. But you do. I mean. We do know where their base of operation is. Actually, so, uh, Verbal can make a check here to look at the city map and determine their most probable course of action. I mean, the transport to go somewhere. So intelligence? What yep. was that? Intelligence. Three. Three, all right. So you bring up the city map, or actually, Cozy does. <laughs> Off his wrist. So you start filtering through the data real quick. And you recognize and you realize that the location that he found earlier, that Kolu found, mm -hmm. would be a good location for him to store this... Uh, Material of that. Turn around. Matter of fact, if you have about <laughs> an 80% probability that in the northwest section of the uh, city here, that's where it's at. All right, well, let's get back over there. It's, it's right across the street. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys kind of hightail it. Yeah. Do you have the boosters, by the way? Do I have boosters? Yeah. I don't. You don't? I am one of the few Mandalorians that chose not to do that because... I'm an assassin, and that just kind of... Hey, look at me! I'm flying in the sky! I'm announcing my attack. <laughs> Alright. For once, I'm not playing the Punisher. <laughs> so, you guys make it back to the hideout. Alright. Okay. Um, uh, Alright, so you do, and you're, you're agree at that, that end once again. Alright. Alright, now, the other side of it, uh, the other side of the building is like a receiving center. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you guys are trying to go for the back way so you don't aren't spotted because obviously they went in the other way. All right. So. Hey, check this out. I show the symbol. All right. Nice. Of course you do that and uh, it kind of like shows up on the brick and then as it does it activates and then the door opens. Here Ooh. we go. Follow me. Let's go. All right. So you guys are gonna stealthily move through here, correct? Pull my knives, I'm ready. Alright. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Ooh, two. Two. <laughs> Three. Three. Nice. Alright, alright. So you're stealthily moving 
food area, okay, through the back. Um, you know, this is like a shipping and receiving facility, okay. Um, as you guys are moving through, uh, you got these, you know, crates everywhere, alright. You start kind of peeking in through the crates and you notice that this uh, Nisloon is in every single one of these crates. Now, according to the official documents, okay, this warehouse isn't even supposed to be housing the Nisloon at all. This is strictly supposed to be housing uh, equipment. Well, first things first, I'm going to transmit the data back to the huts, let them know this is the warehouse, this is where we're at. We're about to pick these guys up. Which, by the way, this is the, the Empire records, by the way. Mm -hmm. This is on the Imperial records. This is supposed to be an equipment uh, processing center. Mm. So somebody has doctored Imperial records. So someone's missed. So this is double bad. Someone not only crossed the Empire, but they crossed the huts as well. Even better. Payday, man. Yar. Payday. We're getting air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. You know that humidifier you wanted? We're getting it. <laughs> right. No, I want the dehumidifier. <laughs> yeah, we probably need that from here. Oof. Yeah, tell me about it. Because right now the Liberator has all the windows open. <laughs> Feels like the nice hot winter of Dagobah. Don't remind me. <laughs> Is it your guys' Budapest? Remember Dagobah? <laughs> That's our Budapest. You and I remember Dagobah very differently. No, we don't really. It's bad. It was bad. <laughs> you guys are moving through the facility. As you do, you guys go to basically the, the big room, okay? Uh, this is where the uh, hijacked transport is sitting at. You have armor in, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm behind you because I'm yeah. wearing a, a leather jacket. That's not really armor. So you guys are up at the top. Top level. Okay. Let's go again, bud. I can take lightsaber hits. Excellent. Where you're at, you're looking. Uh, well, I need to fix it a little looking bit. Looking through the window. He's looking through the window. You can see down. You can see where the hijack transport is and everything. And you see, uh, well, yeah, quite a few uh, Zabrax there. Hmm. Zabrax. Yep. They're all conversing with each other. And transport came in, they're all unloading. They're unloading all the crates. But mm -hmm. they're not unloading for storage here. Mm -hmm. They're actually unloading from my train, another transport. And you do a quick little uh, scan, mm -hmm. and you find that this transport is actually registered as an Imperial transport. Of course mm -hmm. it is. Because why wouldn't it be? Alert the Imperials. Okay. And also... We're gonna, uh, I'm gonna send a message to the huts, just recording everything that we're finding. Be like, hey, this is what they're doing, etc. Mm -hmm. And we definitely need to alert the Imperials because the more people there, more confusion, the better we a chance we can just come in, be like, snag somebody and take them back to the huts. Uh, that and they're not looking for us. I mean, just see us as, hey, they're helping us. Don't shoot them. We're not wanted. You're an Imperial. See. I mean, yes. I'm aiding, I mean, I'm aiding you. The huts are good with the Imperials, so we're fine right now. You guys can listen a little bit closer if you like. 
Yeah, of course. Go 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 gadget ear. <laughs> oh, we gotta move forward. All right, fine. The glass is too thick. Um. Two. Yeah, I'm not moving any closer. That's fine. Well, you have the equipment. Yeah, I have the equipment, so I moved. Yeah, I got it to you. Okay, so you uh, stealthy move kind of in the balcony. Mm-hmm. You're looking down, and you notice that they're conversing with each other. And uh, one of them, as he's talking to uh, the rest of the group, somebody drops a crate. You know, he says, ah, careful with that. He says, this is very sensitive material. Maris would be very upset if something were to happen to these. Right. So I tag that name, send it to the huts to ask her and tell who is Maris. And meanwhile, they uh, quickly mm-hmm. put it back up and everything. Um, as they do, uh, they put the crates back on transport and transport. Basically, they, they jump in, transport, and get ready to head out. Uh, while the others are basically packing up the facility and getting ready to shut the doors back, you know, close down for the night. So what do you guys do? <laughs> we have to stay. Do we have the um, the idea of the ship? Is it like written on the side or? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it has a, it has its numbers. Yeah, yeah. so numbers. Give, mm-hmm. give me those. I will go back to our ship and talk to the Empire about this ship heading out, what's in it, and what the ID number is. Okay. Meanwhile, we need to bring someone back to uh, Gracchus. So I might stay here for a little bit. Hmm. How many of them I stay in we, the compound? I say we give the take the one that gave the dude I talked to the information where to go. There's about six of them. Is he about still, six of them that stayed? Is he still part of the group that stayed? No, he got on the transport. The one that left the bar first? No, the one that gave the name. He's on the uh, transport. The one who left the... Uh... Right, no, but I'm talking about the one who, when we were in the bar, the one that left oh, yeah, and he was, followed. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one you want to get. All right, so I want to tell him and basically just silently knock him out and take him. All right, so you got a group of six over there. Group of six. Oh, man. Do they have batons and crap? Uh, I'm going to throw the they, yeah, they have over there. Hmm? They have electrified batons. They have electrified batons. Do any of them have rifles? No. About to scare this. <sighs> PG-13. About to scare the crap out of them. <laughs> All right, what do you do? Describe. All right, so there's a six of them. I'm wanting to get them to spread out. Okay. Uh, what I want to do, that's... Um, Basically, I want to make them feel like, oh, God, someone's picking us off one by one and killing them. Uh, I want to get, I want to aim at someone, I want to aim at their head, kill one of them, to kind of cause them, like, to spread out and find cover. Yes. And then I'm going to track the one that's, and then, you know, kind of knock them out and take them out. Yeah, gotcha. All right. You need to do a diversion after that. You've got your view screen up, and basically you have the guy that your target is tagged as red. Mm-hmm. You're the, he's the one that you want to keep track of. Everybody else is green. It's like 
Yeah. You guys are expendable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gotcha. So go for it. Make a roll. All right. There's his dexterity. Now the sniper rifle is a light weapon right now. Oh, no. Five. Nice. You do. You just you take out your rifle, line up the sights, pull the trigger. All of a sudden, phew, guy goes down. Just like that. As soon as he does, as soon as the body hits, the rest of them, you know, look up. And uh, they see a glimpse of you, and they scatter. They go hide behind different boxes, and you hear me yell, Bounty Hunter! I threw a box. <laughs> That's, I, mean, I didn't do much better than that. I got a one. What can you, what can you do? Like, uh, like what, what stunts do you have? He's highly intelligent. He's highly intelligent. I'm a hacker. He's a hacker. Are there any equipment in here you can hack to shoot them or any turrets or anything like that? Oh, he could uh, remote hack, yeah. Not, not turrets, but he could remote hack equipment, like heavy equipment. Run these people over. Move their cover. Yeah, move the cover. <laughs> move the cover, I'll pick them off. Except for that fella. That fella is going to live. Um, two. That's good. So, uh, <laughs> oh wait, is it? Are we under pressure? No, we're not under pressure yet, though. No, we're not nice. under pressure. Nice. So too. But um, yeah. So you move the boxes. Mm-hmm. So you you actually able to hack all the, uh, the yeah the different uh, equipment that's being used, and you actually move the boxes as he pulls out the rifle and starts firing. Go ahead. You get a free boost out of that, by the way. Cool. So add a, add a plus two or a reroll. Add a plus two or a reroll? Yep. Let's see, that would be four. Four? Okay. So you add plus two to it? Uh, oh, no, it's added. Yeah, I already added the plus two. Already plus two? Okay, four. So that's good. So you pick off two more. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. two more go So that's three. That's three. Yeah, three left. One of them we want to keep. One we need alive. Um, the other two, uh, actually, all three of them actually started running for the exit. Running for the exit? Yeah. Alrighty. So you going to lock the doors? Prevent the doors from being opened? Not with these rolls. What'd you get? Two. Two? That's what you have intelligence, don't you? High intelligence? Mm hmm Yep. Does he lock the door? Well, you are under pressure now. All right, so um, then so you four. Plus two, right? So it's four, yeah. So they go to the doors, and as they uh, reach the door to open it, now all of a sudden it goes red. <laughs> so the door is not opening. And they're like, what's wrong with the door? They take their ID card, and they try to swipe it, but it's not working. All right, so I'm going to try and pick off the other two. All right, go for it. Let's see. That's going to be a three. Three, and yep, that's enough. So you sit there and you just line up your shots and boom, take two more down. One guy's left. Yeah, so you took out the other two guys. Mm-hmm. Door still locked. And as you do that, he, the last guy, he turns around and he just 
He has his hands up. <laughs> he realizes he can't do anything at this point. I put the sniper rifle back on there and I just have my sword out. Walk up to him. Jump down to him. Yeah, I just jump down. Look, fella, you've made a lot of people angry. Looks like I don't need this right now. You got the right idea. You do realize that not only have you double-crossed the Imperials, but you double-crossed the Huts. You've got to come with us, man. He looks at you, and he's real scared. He goes, the Huts? We, we didn't mean to cross the Huts. Doesn't matter. You did. You're coming with us. It's up to you whether it be in pieces or whole. What's it going to be? He might make you make a deal. He goes, I, I'm just a low guy. I don't know anything. Well, first, uh, who is this Maris that you speak of? He says, yes, Maris. She rescued us. Um, do you hear that? Yeah, I hear it too. What are you talking about? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> he says, we were slaves. Mind the forcing this material for the Empire. But she freed us from it. We have a greater purpose now. And that purpose is? Freeing our people. Okay, and who are you freeing your people from? From the Empire. All people from the Empire. Slaves we are all become. Well, I mean, we didn't use slaves before. Slaves to work, slaves to... You eat, sleep, you die. You're a slave to nature, you're a slave to everything else. What's the difference to the empire? Do you not have roofs over your head? Do you not have food? Yes. I came to Felucia because I did not have a choice. Our home was taken over by the empire. And when it was taken over, they took control of everything, the economy. It destroyed us, our community. There was nothing left for us there. Well, I mean, you do know who to blame for that, don't you? He says, yes, the emperor. The self-proclaimed emperor. The emperor, okay. Um, but you do know that it was two people from your home planet. Uh, like, I mean, I know this because I used to, I still have ties with Mandalore. Maul and Savage Opress, they were Zabrix. Anytime any species goes against the Emperor, the Emperor's like, hey, they might all be this way. Make sure they all are on lockdown. So, I mean, that's what's going on. Regardless of my personal politics, I'm a bounty hunter. Whatever they pay me, I'll be loyal to them. That's that. He scoffs at that. He goes, ha, them. So they were stuck in the old ways of our people traditions he looks at your armor and he says 
you know about tradition, Mandalorian? Ex-Mandalorian. Ah, so we are just alike. <laughs> Says the person that just, I give up. <laughs> no, we're nothing alike. You're a coward. Then why don't you own your people? Why were you exiled? Because they're idiots. <laughs> Says, and that is how I feel about Maul. Well, I mean, we both agree on that. He is an idiot. That's why I kind of left Death Watch. Or, excuse me, exiled from Death Watch. a new future for our people. Not stuck in these traditions. The Empire was promising that until they took things away from us. He says, but Maris, she does not treat us like that. She has this plan. It's great. Man, I'm just going to tell you right now. You're being used. I guarantee the person that's ahead of you right now, this Maris, she's going to betray you like everyone else. You can't trust anyone out there. This is coming from a bounty hunter that trusts no one. How can I trust you then that I will be alive if I go with you? <laughs> you can't. Then he says... You just have to take your chances. He says, chances, I will take them. And you see him reach behind him and he pulls out a small, looks like a small electro, electro knife mm -hmm. as he goes and reaches to try to jab into your arm. Make a roll. Alright, idiot. You can use whatever defense you're going to use for. Just dodging deck. You're just going to try to grab his arm and stop him. You know, strength. Stud. Just going to move out of the... I'll describe it after I do it. Using dexterity, which is a three. Uh, basically what I'm going to do, it's like he goes to jab me. I grab his arm, put my left leg in front of him, put my hand on his back of his head, drag him down to the ground, get him in an arm bar, take the electric weapon. <laughs> this will shut you up. And uh, electrocute him until he passes out. I'm going to uh, compel you here, sir. And you kill questions, or kill first, ask questions later. Since this guy is obviously determined that he does not care anything for his life by attacking me. Alright, then I just keep it on until oh, he fries. When we get that, but, okay. but sir, over here, verbal, you do like more money. And it was stated that you get paid more if you brought him back alive. <laughs> more money. All right, all right, more money, fine. Compel the bounty hunter part of me? <laughs> Compel the bounty hunter part of me. Here, here you go, sir. Compel the bounty hunter. Oh, no, you keep, you keep oh. both of those. I keep both of those, yeah, okay. I compelled you to go ahead, and, and you're about to, you're accepted that you're about to kill him, but uh, Verbal over here compelled the bounty hunter part of you, which is, hey, more money. Live, more air money. air conditioning in the ship. 
That's right, I do need air conditioning. Ah, <laughs> oh, this little... So, you, uh, you shock him enough to knock him unconscious, and then you are tempted to just, you know, fry the rest of his brains, what little he had left. <laughs> and then, of course, Verbal talks you down. And you thought of air conditioning. I do like some air conditioning. Yeah, okay. And some heat. Space can be cold, but that ship is super hot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's. I can deal with the cold, but the hot, I can only take so much off. Alright, so he's unconscious. And then it gets hotter. Right. So you just restrain him? Yeah, restrain him, um, tag him to be brought back to the ship. And now we need to track down this Maris and find out where she's at. Yeah. So you guys go back to the ship. And you're back at the ship. Um, verbal, now you make contact with the Imperials that are here. Uh, you speak to, uh, the lieutenant. Yep. Alright, and as you give him the identification numbers off the transport, yep. uh, he states that that, uh, transport has actually, uh, gone off-grid altogether. The transponder has been disabled on it. We just saw it leave half an hour ago. Yeah, they were tracking it. Uh, and then it disappeared. Then it went off. And, mm. and he gives you the, the coordinates of where it was last, and it's mm. due east in the middle of the jungle. <sighs> jungle, no! It was a uh, error in the tracking software. There's no route go that direction. Jungle boogie. So jungle based on your information, he believes that this is uh, definitely not the case anymore. Just remember, if it bleeds, we can kill it. See. So let's go jungle boogie. You guys are about to prepare to go on uh, jungle excavation. Now we're going to take a break. Now we're in this segment, and then we'll pick back up with jungle. Boogie. 